Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's going to be on the one shot the whole time. My name's Greg Tupper. Shout out interns. <laughs> We've got them out there grinding. They're out there working. Yeah, the Literally other cameras in the are, in, sweating. are in good use, yeah. but we found one for us. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or also the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. Making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, Miss 915, Miss 356. 356, 956. 956. What's 356? I don't know. Uh, um, let's see. Is that down in the coastal bend 356 area? 356 area code. 356 area code is, um, no, it's a country code for Malta. I was super close. Crushed She's that one. Duchess of the Dorks. She's actually <laughs> Howdy, friends. And sitting to my right, it's a good friend of the program, good friend of Dave Campbell's Texas football. With two horns, two four seven, as well as Texan Live. Dave Campbell's Texan Live's own. I would like to claim him as Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Let's start with that. <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texan Live's <laughs> own <laughs> from horns two four seven. That's the way. <laughs> there we go. He's our friend Tommy Irish. Hey Tommy. Hey Greg. How you doing? I'm thanks, doing great. Thanks for coming. And you're in town for uh, Big Twelve Media Days. That's correct. Right. Okay. So, uh, which is still I told you is throwing. Yeah. He me. texted me last night. And he's like, "Hey, when can I come in and not bother you?" I was like, "Actually, come on the show, <laughs> come on the show. and very much bother us because yes. we would love that." that would <laughs> always, always happy. Fantastic. <laughs> Today is Monday, July tenth, twenty twenty three. Hundred thirty six days until Thanksgiving. So probably we're probably getting close to starting planning. Mm-hmm. Right. We're. Uh, Plan to plan right now. We always say coaching school is the kickoff yeah. to the football season, but it's actually kickoff to, to, to Thanksgiving. Planning, Thanksgiving season. planning Thanksgiving season. Yeah. yeah. So uh, three, well, you got 136 days. That's enough time. It's enough time. But like. But don't mess around. Don't mess around. Yeah. yeah pretty, mess pretty, around. Find move out. Move it from the back burner <laughs> to the front burner is what I'm saying. Uh, happy birthday to, um, I don't know, Jessica Simpson's 43. Really? She is. Happy birthday to. Oh, Texas Rangers closer Will Smith, 34. Happy birthday to Will Smith. Uh, it's uh, episode 1,615. On today's show, folks, uh, we're going to talk a little ball with Tommy Yarsh, talk a little bit about the Texas Longhorns, talk a little bit about working for Ashley Pickle, all that kind of stuff, Big 12 Media Days. We don't have we'll to get into that. that. And then back half of the program, we caught up with Gabby Ricky of the uh, Children's Health Andrews Institute. Let's talk a little bit. She's a registered dietitian over there and talked a little bit about, uh, or nutritionist, I think it is. Uh, performance dietitian. 
performance dietitian. Thank you. Uh, Gabby Ricky. And so we'll talk a little bit about what you can do as an athlete uh, to get prepared for the season, as well as uh, what coaches can tell their kids. So make sure you stick around for that. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Andrew Christensen, um, Aaron Arbuckle, Tony Blaylock, and Zill0678. Welcome in, That is turning into an OG. Yeah, and Ed McElroy was following it up in the fifth spot. So we've got all the the OGs in today. All the heavy hitters are in the building. uh, The Snow White and her dwarves are nowhere to be found. Including Tommy Yarish. Um, so uh, anyway, we uh, so we're here with Tommy Arsh of Horns Two Four Seven. Um, but first of all, let's talk a little bit about Dave Campbell's Texan Live because you have worked for Ashley Pickle for two years now, two seasons now, two seasons, um, and you've been on football. You've been on. I think I've heard you on soccer, soccer, right? basketball, basketball. You've been kind of kind of all over the place. Um, do you have a uh, do you have a favorite sport to call, or or even a favorite game that you have called? Uh, a favorite sport definitely has to be either football or basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a shy town guy, so when I came down here, I didn't realize mm-hmm. how big football was. And as I've been able to call it and go to more games over the past six years, I've grown to love the game so much more. Uh, but basketball has always been my favorite just because I come from a basketball mecca. Mm-hmm. So uh, basketball is always really fun. Favorite game that I've called? Uh, that's hard. I've I've had a really I really have had a lot I've of heard good your ones. Na- I've heard your call on a number of big plays, which is yeah. why I know because Friday night I'm usually a little busy, but like whenever I get to the highlights and stuff like I, and go watch the the big plays, I'm like, oh, tell me what's on that. That's how I know which ones you. Didn't you have a the Crosby Liberty Hill game? Did you do that one? No, I no. Think I thought, yeah, that Who wasn't had me. that one? I think that was Chase. Wasn't was it, it Chase? I okay, so. I thought that was you for some reason. Uh, this past year, I had. Um, College Station and Smithson Valley. That was it. That was it. That's, That's the, one. the one I was that thinking about. Was Smithson Valley with the, they stopped them banger. like six yeah, times on, inside the five. On, five. Yeah. yeah. I was like, all I could picture game. was just goal line, goal line, goal yeah, line. I was like, yeah. it's Tommy's voice, but I That's can't remember which one it was. That's the one. That was. Pro- I think that was the wildest finish yeah. I've ever called. It was. That it was, was unreal. I remember watching that game. I remember listening to your voice call it. So. Um, Okay, so you are in town for Big 12 Media Days. Yes. Uh, which start tomorrow in Arlington? Wednesday. Wednesday in Arlington. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday in Arlington. You're going to be there on behalf of your friends at, uh, at uh, Horns 247. So the Big 12 Media Poll came out last week, and Texas was not just like the pick to win the Big 12. It kind of seemed like they were the consensus pick Overwhelming. to win the Big 12. Uh, did that come as a surprise to you? Uh, no, I don't think so. This year, at least, mm-hmm. uh, you look at the roster. I think that Texas has, and you know, I've covered Texas for the past two years, so I have a little bit weaker of a understanding of what the mm-hmm. past has been like. But it certainly seems, just from you know, talking to my colleagues in the media and reading up on Texas in the past, that this is the best roster that Texas has had from top to bottom in quite some time. And if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the first time Texas is actually favored to win the conference since 2000. Twelve. That probably that sounds, that sounds right. about right because because Oklahoma's really been cooking. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you always it seems like you always hear every year, oh, Texas is always thinking that they're going to win and they mm-hmm. underperform. But you know, 
this year I think really is you know the no excuses kind mm-hmm. of campaign um, they've got experience coming back uh, their quarterback room from top to bottom I think is really good Quinn Ewers heading into what I consider his second season of college football mm-hmm. uh, you know we've seen Steve Sarkeesian's quarterbacks usually take a second year jump you saw that with Mac Jones at Alabama and that's something I think you could see from Quinn Ewers this year and that's going to be really the catalyst for how Texas does this year I think this does feel like a to borrow a phrase uh, take it to your effing grave type year for exactly. Texas. That if you don't win the Big 12 specifically, then then you're going to really re- grow to rue it simply because not only is Texas, they have the talent that we've mentioned, but also it does feel like the biggest threats to them at the top of the, at the, top of the table have major questions. Kansas State, for example, is second in the Big 12. Yes, they've, they've got a number of playmakers there. The reigning Big 12 champion and there's and all that, but how much was Deuce Vaughn a part of what they did? Right, exactly. he was just a special, special talent. They have to replace him and a number of playmakers. I think on the offensive line and, in the, and on the defense, Oklahoma. Like you, you, you doubt them at their own peril, but they're coming off of a really tough year, and I think there's depth issues there at Oklahoma for the first time in what feels like forever, especially at the skill positions. Yeah. Too. TCU, of course, made it to the national championship game last year. Uh, they're on the cover of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Subscribe. But there is a huge, there's a huge replacement that's going on there with quarterback, receiver, running back, defense, offensive line. There's a rebuild there. Texas Tech had a great year, but making the making leap. It does feel to me that not only is Texas going to be, not only do they have the talent to win it, but the league in their final year in the league sets up pretty well for them as well. And I think that's a reason why you saw them as overwhelming favor. I think 41 first place votes on that yeah. media poll, I think is the is the number. Out of like 60, um, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, this year with, you know, four new members to the conference, you don't get Oklahoma State, you don't get West Virginia. I don't think that really changes anything too much. But like you mentioned, I think the rest of the conference is just going through a phase where, you know, some of these teams who were great, aren't all that great this season. Uh, Kansas State, I really think, is going to be the toughest in-conference game for him this year mm-hmm. just because of how good Will Howard is. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to take a step as the starter now for, for Kansas State. But you mentioned... Is that in Manhattan? Or is that... Good question. Let's that is... Because, uh, let me tell you, anytime they play in Manhattan... in Austin. Oh, okay. That, that's good. That does help because Manhattan's a house anytime they go to Manhattan, it exactly. is uh, that purple wave just overkills yeah, they, they, them every they host time. Kansas State on November 4th. That's, right. that's they, a positive for Longhorn fans, then. And they were able to get them in Manhattan last year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think historically, the past five years, Texas, I think they might have a winning streak against four streak, or five Yeah, because that's been the most Kansas shocking State, thing. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, which, yeah, if you think about it, with how good the Wildcats have been the past couple of years, it is a little bit shocking. Yeah, it, well, and I mean, that even goes in, in Texas history, that even goes further back to when Kansas State was really never good, but mm-hmm. every time they went over up there, somehow they would choke it away when they were favored to mm-hmm. win by God knows how many yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, that, that was always, that was one of like those the kryptonite. true, <laughs> yeah, one of those true throw the record books out type thing of yeah. like, they could come in number one and Kansas State could be 0-11 and Kansas State would take them to the wire. Exactly. You know? Um Okay, so the, I, I want to ask you as a guy who's got your finger on the pulse of this program. Um, we know a lot about the stars, right? We know about Qu- Quinn Ewers. We know about Xavier Worthy. We think the defense, especially the defensive line, has a chance to be really special. Are there one or two guys that you would call off the radar for now? It's hard to be off the radar at Texas. Exactly. But who are, are maybe not those household names with the Longhorns that you think um, that you think could be that household name by the time we get to let's say november sure thing i have been harping 
to people, and I was just talking to Carter Yates outside about this earlier. I think Byron Murphy on the D-line for Texas mm -hmm. is going to explode this yeah. year. Uh, he's been sitting behind Tavondre Sweat. Uh, or excuse me, he's been sitting behind Keandre Coburn and Mauro Ojimo, both of those guys now in the mm -hmm. NFL. And he steps into a starting role this year from DeSoto, so a Texas kid too. He's, it really just seems like he's been waiting for a shot, and he hasn't played bad. You know, when he's when he's come in, he's made a difference. He played well against Oklahoma, and now that he's going to get more snaps, I think you start to see more efficiency. Mm -hmm. uh, he was great at stopping the run last year. I think top 10 in power five, according to PFF, and stopping the run, mm -hmm. and he was number 11 in pass rate. Uh, pass rush win percentage too hmm. so he's a little bit of a smaller guy but he makes up for it in power he's just such yeah. a powerful guy and he can get through uh you know double teams if he's one-on-one -on -one, forget about it uh, he, he's going to be a guy who can get pressure on the quarterback and stop the run i and remember I think that's going to be big for texas i remember him coming out of desoto and yeah. then being just like he was like you look complete like you look like a he's guy horrifying who, yeah he's he, horrifying. he is he is a he is a scary scary guy he's horrifying. so that's the defensive side do you have an offensive guy that you're, you're you do you think could have the breakout year office there's really a lot to choose from because yeah. they they retain uh 10 out of 11 starters mm -hmm. so not as much of a surprise really mm -hmm. per se uh, one guy i think that they're looking to use this year a lot is going to be Savion red mm -hmm. they he came in as a wide receiver they move him over the summer to running back because wide receiver room at texas is loaded from mm -hmm. from top to bottom you could throw five six wide receivers out there at the same time mm -hmm. they'd all be just as dangerous um we call so it the Rashawn Johnson special. Exactly. Uh, and Savion Red is a guy who he's gotten the coaching, I think, now from great position coaches. You have Brennan Marion and Chris Jackson, a wide receiver. Now he gets to shard choice at mm -hmm. running back. So he's got a lot of skill, a, a nice skill set, I think, to round himself out. And Steve Sarkeesian's a guy who likes to go deep and do his bag of tricks to get guys open and to get guys in running room. If they can get Savion Red into running room, he has everything in his toolbox where he can you know score touchdowns or get big plays so i think we might see some plays this year designed specifically for saving on red mm -hmm. to to get him into open space to let him work uh, let him cook if you will yeah. and um <laughs> he's like i said i think that that coaching from multiple positions has is going to help him out a lot it's so interesting you mentioned that because like now that you meant not you say like that Steve Sarkeesian's a guy who likes to get into his bag of tricks and pick out, you know, like get his guys and get the ball, get guys the ball in interesting ways. You think back, like obviously Rashawn Johnson was a good example of that. And now there's a decent number of those guys on this. You know, you mentioned Savion Red. I immediately went to Jordan Whittington, right? Who's a guy that they can split out wide. They can put in the slot. They can put in the backfield. They can direct snap to. They can do a lot of things. Same thing goes, I think, with Jonathan Brooks. Yeah. Jonathan Brooks is also, he's probably closer to that true not every down back the every down back is dead but mm -hmm. like you know the the true kind of prototypical running back but he's a guy that they'll feel comfortable moving around the formations as well so it does feel like to your point about having about that versatility that that he likes to employ it does feel like he's going to have a variety of different weapons, and it's one of those cases where like maybe one football's not enough, you know. Exactly, and I mean we talked about the wide receiver room. You think about it, you've got Xavier Worthy, uh, Isaiah Nayor coming back healthy, Ad Mitchell transfers in from Georgia. You've got Jonte Cook coming in from a number three recruiting class, and that's just four. Mm -hmm. You got Jordan Whittington, who's what fifth year now, yeah. I believe, mm -hmm. uh, who has been phenomenal for well, them. That makes me feel old. And then, <laughs> and tough. then, at, was very old. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't seem like that long. I know. Like, we were all there in 2018, and he was just, like, ripping apart Pleasant Grove. Basically yeah. played 1v11. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, and then that's all that's all your wide receivers and then you move to tight end you've got jt sanders Mm -hmm. and you know i think if brock bowers wasn't in college football which should be illegal by the way i think he was ready to be in the nfl in year one yeah (laughs) Uh, uh, so you've got jt sanders where any other year he's going to be the best tight end in the country uh you just happen to have brock bowers around so you know quinn ewers has eight different guys to throw to on a, on a, on a play every time. And then when you have Jonathan Brooks coming out of the backfield, that's, yeah. that's perfect. You, you know, Steve Sarkeesian's big on being able to establish the run game so that he can get into the passing game and go into his bag of tricks. And in the running back room, you've got Jonathan Brooks, who's going to be your lead back. And then CJ Baxter, the number one running back mm-hmm. in the 2023 class comes in as well. Don't forget Jane blues there too. At yep. one point, God, a five-star, crazy. a five-star recruit. He showed, he showed uh, some flashes in the spring game. Thought he looked really good. So it really just seems like the arsenal that they have sets them up. No for excuses, guys. The no. no excuses to her. It, you know, it's all gas, no brakes. It should be all gas, no excuses yeah. this year. Yeah. Just because, like I said earlier, the talent that they have from top to bottom on the roster, really on both sides of the ball, is too much to ignore. I agree. Well, and obviously when you talk to any coaches or anyone around the program, they're going to tell you that they're only focusing on this year and the next game's and best game. But we all know, too, that the big looming light of the SEC and moving into that, how much do you really think that that's going to affect whether they say they win the Big 12 and they have that momentum going into it or they lose and they've got the downfall of moving into the biggest, the best conference in, in a situation like that? Like, Do you think that that has a lot of effect on it either way? Uh, yeah, I absolutely think it does. And I think that's on everybody's mind mm-hmm. is, you know, you're the, the Big 12 is a good conference, mm-hmm. but the SEC is stronger, better, faster. It's the best conference in football. Mm-hmm. So if I think when you look at Texas this year, if they can't win the Big 12 or if they can't even make it to the Big 12 championship game, you start to think, what does that mean in the SEC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, their 2024 schedule is loaded. Mm-hmm. They get Georgia, Florida, Kentucky. I'm forgetting off the top of my head. They get all three rivals, too, in Texas A&M, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Yeah, and all due respect to Texas Tech right now and TCU losing a lot. That's not that. It's no. not the same. They're not, not, they're not Georgia. No. They're not Georgia. Not it, at all. It's, it's literally apples and oranges. Not at all. So if you can't get past, you know, the Texas Techs and the TCUs, which, again, they're doing great, but mm-hmm. it's not Georgia. It's not Florida. It's not at Texas A&M. It's not Arkansas. Then you start to question, well, what what will you do in the SEC? Mm-hmm. And you think about what Texas will lose this year. You're, you're probably going to lose Quinn Ewers to the draft. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose Xavier Worthy. You're going to lose JT Sanders. Uh, you're going to lose some offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. What What is that going to look like as you head into the future, especially on the defensive line? I think mm-hmm. that the D-line as a whole, especially on the interior, mm-hmm. is going to have to be something where you look maybe in the transfer portal or in the 2024 recruiting class to try and make up for some guys that are leaving. Mm-hmm. There could be four to five losses on the interior defensive line this year for Texas after That's this season. Crazy. And Steve Sarkeesian has always been big on you know, having guys – in the trenches on both sides of the ball because that's what win you fo- wins you football games, especially in the SEC. Mm-hmm. He's Tommy Yarish. See his fine stuff at uh, Horns247. Uh, and, of course, hear his uh, dulcet tones on Dave Campbell's tech. Wait, actually, have we... Can He's back. Stop, He's stop. never leaving. He's not allowed to leave, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess we can. That's He's, our big announcement always for the here. day. Yeah. I'm back. Big I'm back. Tommy Yarsh has signed an extension with JFK Appreciate it, my friend. And uh, we will, uh, I guess you'll you'll be there at Big 12 Media Days. Yeah, I'll so see you guys out I'm there. Sure we'll, I'm sure we'll see you out there. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at Texas 
texasfootball.com. Hope you'll consider going to texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. You get texting live with it. You can hear Tommy call some games. Here is a word from These Goods and Services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 go vcr now again that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 go vcr now the gambling gauchos are a texas tech podcast serving you money lines memes and matador content on twitter youtube and stakingtheplains.com well let's put it this way they pay me off in tortillas i'm gonna shoot them right in the eye if you're looking for more Big 12 sports content from a host who wants a 25 tacos in 20 minutes and another that can provide a taco bites per minute analytical breakdown of the feat, then Rob and Kyle are the host for you. New episodes every Sunday and Thursday on the Republic of Football podcast feed. Dave Campbell's is a proud partner of the Children's Health Andrews Institute, and uh, we had a great opportunity last week to talk with Gabby Ricky, who is a performance dietitian uh, there uh, helping athletes get the best out of their bodies uh, with their diet. Here is Gabby Ricky of the Children's Health Andrews Institute here on Texas Football Today. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has been a longtime partner with the Andrews Institute at Children's health here in the DFW Metroplex. And we are pleased to be joined now by Gabby Ricky. She is a performance dietitian there at the uh, Children's Health Andrews Institute. Uh, Ms. Ricky, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came to be involved with the Andrews Institute? Yeah, of course. So uh, I've been a dietitian for seven, going on eight years now. Um, but I, I saw an opportunity for um, a performance dietitian with Exos at the Andrews Institute. And so um, that quickly turned in from part-time to full-time gig, um, just because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of um, communities we're involved in, right, mm-hmm. right the Andrews Institute. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of how that turned into. You mentioned, you know, there are so many communities you're involved with, and I know that you're a big part, big part of what you do is just community education. Can you tell us a little yes. bit more about what you do in that regard? Yeah, definitely. So. Um, speaking to different teams within mm-hmm. high schools, especially, um, so like volleyball teams, football teams, coaches and trainers, mm-hmm. um, speaking to them about the foundations of fueling for sports performance, um, and just helping them kind of understand, you know, that nutrition is a skill, mm-hmm. right? As an athlete. Uh, we were talking before we came on that it's, uh, it's brutally hot outside. Yes. And, and I know that we hear all the time, hydrate, 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 but like, you can only say that so many times and it just becomes kind of white noise. Can you give us maybe like some, you know, like a, like a, 
I don't want to say a schedule, but like a strategy as far as making sure that you're that they'll can keep uh, athletes hydrated. Yeah, yeah. So I always say like number one, start early, mm-hmm. early in the day, right? And also get into the mindset that you're hydrating today for tomorrow, right? So mm-hmm. think ahead. Because as soon as you start to feel dry mouth, you get thirsty. Those sensations are already indications that you're dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So start early. Don't wait till you feel thirsty. Um, carry a water bottle around with you, right? And then carry um, travel, like those go packs of electrolytes, mm-hmm. um, whether it's like a Gatorade endurance one, or if you're a heavy sweater, maybe liquid IV mm-hmm. or Pedialyte Sport. Those are good options. Um, and then when you're training, um, every 15 minutes, four to eight ounces of fluid. It's easy, easy as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and another kind of tip is every every gulp you take, right? Because you don't just count your ounces. Yeah. Not everybody does. Um, is a gulp is about two ounces of fluid. So just take two to three gulps, you know, two to four gulps every 15 minutes during training. That's really interesting what you said about how like you're hydrating today for tomorrow. That yeah. that puts in the right yes. mind frame for me. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay. So then you're you're a dietitian. Uh, we're talking about athletes who are trying to like improve their their diet and get themselves into a into a healthy diet and a lifestyle. Um, but that can be hard uh, as somebody who struggles with that myself. Mm-hmm. What kind of are there any sort of like easy to implement type things that you could say for athletes to to include uh, to to implement that'll make it you know so they can improve their diet? Yeah, so kind of like go to mm-hmm. what's like the lowest hanging fruit basically, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, so number one is never skip meals, right? If you mm-hmm. can get into the habit of not skipping meals, um, so eating three times a day <laughs> is really important and. Um, just to establish a regular eating pattern because energy availability, right? Having enough calories and enough nutrition, that's such a big um, issue. That's probably the number one issue in high school and youth athletes is they just don't eat enough, right? They're in a, a stage of life where they're growing and developing and then they also play a sport or maybe two sports or three sports. And so to eat enough to keep up with the demands of all of that, it's, a, it's very important. So establish a regular eating pattern three meals a day, and then if you're in preseason training, if you're in season, adding those strategic snacks. So pre-workout snack, post-workout recovery snack, right? So again, start with the basics, three meals a day, and then those timed snacks. That's interesting, because I know, like, as a former 17-year-old boy, mm-hmm. I just remember, like, oh, maybe I'd skip breakfast, but then, like, lunch, I'd just have a huge so lunch, crazy. and then you yeah. wouldn't eat anything until dinner, and you'd yeah. have a huge dinner, and I, that's just that's just not the way to go. Um, okay, so I also know there's a lot of coaches out there who are going to go to their, go to their players and say, hey, come on, eat healthy, stuff yeah. like that. How would you recommend they talk to their players? So uh, the biggest thing is... Uh, I mean, with anyone, we have, you know, things that motivate us to mm-hmm. to do change, to change behavior, right? And so with nutrition, if you don't know the why, if you don't know, like, why is it important I eat breakfast? Why mm-hmm. is it important that I hydrate? These kids won't care naturally, right? Because we are motivating, like, we, we need to motivate them. And so figure out what motivates them. And usually it's their love of the sport, right? They really like what they do. They want to play for a while uh, or they don't have any plans to stop. So getting them to understand, um, you know, why is it important to hydrate? Oh, because, you know, my ability to track a ball, track a moving object declines a lot if I'm dehydrated. Mm. 
my ability to kick, you know, and have a lot of power output in my leg, mm -hmm. it, that declines if you're dehydrated. So just putting the pieces together so they understand for their sport, you know, why it matters. Uh, great advice yeah. uh, there. How can people, you know, this great advice, how can people reach you? How can people get in touch with you? The easiest way is, I mean, we have an Instagram page that is pretty active. Mm -hmm. uh, the Exos, it's Exos underscore Children's Health. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, I mean, from there, there's all modes of contact that way. That's probably the most user-friendly one. Yeah. Gabby Ricky of the Anders Institute of Children's Health. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Yeah. There she is, Gabby Ricky of the Children's Health Anders Institute. Talking a little bit about how athletes can prepare for the upcoming season with their hydration and nutrition. We appreciate her time last week. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Uh, two big things happening this week. We'll Large start things. with the uh, first one. Here's this. ROF, Republic of Football. Wow! Mike Craven, Ishmael Johnson, Mallory Hartley, I wow. believe Carter Yates, uh, will all be live from Big 12 Media Days. Now, to preface this, wow. live will be, you are able to watch it on our YouTube page, our Facebook page, or our Twitter page, just like normal, but a graphic much like this will be up for the entire time. It'll be an audio-only streamed broadcast. ESPN owns mm -hmm. the rights to the video. We're not trying to take on ESPN. We're just trying to bring you all the good content yeah. that you want to see from Big 12 we, Media we, Days. To be clear, we looked into it. Yes. And we would, we would be making some very powerful enemies if we were to have a camera there. Yeah. Live, so we're, yeah. we will, you can pull it up on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, but uh, it'll be audio-only. But the really cool part is not only will you be hearing from the original Original ROF crew, you will also, they will be joined by some of the podcast of the ROF network. So Frogs Insider will be there, Gambling Gauchos out there covering Texas Tech, and then talking about them Cougars for U of H will all be hopping on at different times. Um, that'll be 1 o'clock p.m. on... Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So make sure to tune in to that. Now, something we don't have a graphic for yet, but is being made because I've been very busy this morning. Massive, massive Dave Campbell's Texas football announcement coming this Friday, July fourteenth. Like yeah. yeah, I got. I'm, I was supposed to get that this morning. Uh -huh. Other plans happen. What have you been doing? Yeah, twiddling my thumbs. Um, WTF will be taking the spot of TFT at noon. Mallory Hartley and I have a massive DCTF announcement. So Friday, July 14th, noon, wherever you're watching this, you are going to want to be locked in. Mm -hmm. We are super excited, but big announcement coming on Friday. If you ever want to see me get fired. Correct. Tune in. We've been waiting Friday for this. At noon, and you can... Uh we have a countdown going. I just love, I just love that I don't have to do a show on Friday. <laughs> that seems awesome to me. And also the announcement's cool, whatever. Uh, anyway, big announcement, Friday at noon, uh, WTF uh, takeover here on TFT. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Gabby Ricky of the Children's Health Andrews Institute. And Tommy Yarsh, who's still sitting here, but we, we moved the camera. He's waving, <laughs> I promise. You know, there he there is. There it is. <laughs> for Ashley Pickle. A floating Tommy hand. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet earlier the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.